It's easy to get caught up in what you're doing, buried in projects, tasks, commitments. It's overwhelming. Remember that productivity isn't the goal, but an imperfect means of measurement. Give yourself the space to simply be mostly productive and supercharge your success. I'm Matt Anderson, and let's explore this idea a bit more. Well, hello. Just over a week ago, my family all loaded up in a rented RV and went on a road trip to go check out some different sites at national parks. We had an absolute blast going around. My kids are two and five, and we had a lot of things that we wanted to see and do on our trip, but we also wanted to be realistic and have the right amount of flexibility in the trip. So if kids were being kids, we could pivot. And that's why we planned the path instead of planning for every detail. And what I mean by that is when we planned out this trip, we planned out certain milestones, big ones, whether it was specific cities we wanted to go to or sites we wanted to see, activities that we wanted to do. And we figured out what those things were and we built a structure and a general order around how we would go and and meet some of those and some priorities associated with each of them so that we could have those big milestones that we knew about, that we could get excited about, but we still had flexibility both in between those activities that we were going to do as well as flexibility when we reached specific locations, those milestones that we were going to um, and how everything would be specifically when we got there. We left some of that more flexible while still having definition of what those milestones or those places we were going to would be. And that's the idea in planning the path versus planning every detail. And really neither is a bad approach, but I much prefer to plan the path because it applies well to both long-term strategic planning as well as shorter-term projects and more immediate-term things. For example, even a daily plan works well for this. I don't want to schedule out every minute of the day, but I do have certain things I want to get done in the day. And I've talked a lot about my planning approach for uh, looking at a day and the things that I'm going to get done, a day, a week, or a couple weeks, and, and those different horizons that I plan for. And this approach of planning the path works at the much longer scale as well. For example, a life plan where I might only revisit that once a year, but I'll spend a lot longer in doing that. And I'll look across vast amounts of time, years of time. And as far as how long that time period I'm planning for goes. And that's one where in either of these it's easier to pick out milestones than every twist and turn of that path along the way. So a little more on why for this approach with me. And I guess first and foremost, one thing is because it works and it works well for me. I've tried several different plans and 
this has worked well. I think because it lets me focus on what I believe is important, especially when that can shift over time. There's less penalty that I feel if I change this priority. You know, abandoning a plan can be hard enough, and it's made harder if I've invested so much time and effort and agonizing into all the little details of the plan. Uh, you know, sometimes I, I will plan something out and I will over uh, prescribe exactly how I'm going to do it, and then I start down the path and I, I feel frustrated or bound uh, by something that I've kind of pre-planned out or even communicated out in that way um, versus if I'm just talking about the the path that I'm following and have some agreed upon milestones, there's less of that penalty if some of the little things change along the way. A good other example for that is you know kind of planning a major in college. You know, every you may pick a major and you could plan out every semester and every class that you want to take at a certain time, but what happens if you realize that you want to have a different ma- uh, major? Um, that entire path that's been you know scheduled out and planned can be harder to let go simply because it seems like there's so much time and effort invested into figuring that out that to make a change just seems unapproachable. And that can lead to throwing good time after bad in trying to chase that, that major that you know, really doesn't make sense uh, after reflection over time. So again, you know, if you plan for those key requirements in the big picture timeline, whether it's uh, planning for a major in college or planning for a, a family trip or, or even the next day, it gives you that, that flexibility to be able to make those changes and you don't feel like it's something that you're having to give up that, that work, that investment of time that you've already put in. Another reason I like it is that it doesn't penalize me for chasing an idea that I haven't fully figured out. I am a curious person by nature, and I like following an approach where I don't feel like I'm unable to to put time toward something I'm curious about, but may not have all the details for. I can say, you know, this is interesting. It's going to be a priority. I'd like to focus some effort, some energy on this, and I can plan to spend some of that time, even figuring out what details might matter for me or what milestones would be valuable to me in that. And if I have this flexibility of picking more of a a path rather than planning for all the details, I can explore some of those things I'm curious about. And I don't feel stuck having to do things that are more concrete. I can have that freedom to explore. Another reason I like the uh, planning for the path method is that it lets me cherry pick from different examples that I run into. Uh, An example here might be I talk to a few different people who have done something Similar, maybe not the exact same thing, or frankly, maybe the exact same thing, but none of those people have the exact same path that they've followed, and there are aspects of each of those that sound more appealing to me, 
And what I can do is I can pull and cherry pick those different ideas or concepts from the examples I get from them and assemble them how I choose to. Uh, in, in this, there's no instruction manual, nor do I need or expect one, but I can definitely learn from others the plans they've made and the plans they've changed over time. And that also helps me put together a, 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 an idea of what the right order of operation might be for it. You know, it might be valuable to do certain milestones in a particular order. And if there are people who have you know, reached certain milestones along the way that have been good foundational building blocks, I can use that, that, uh, that pattern, that same learning in planning my path without having to try to follow every detail of exactly how they got there. So there, uh, those are some reasons why I like this approach. It helps me, lets me focus on what's important. It doesn't penalize me for chasing ideas I'm curious about. It lets me cherry pick from different ideas and feedback that I hear from other people on what's worked for them. One other thought to this style of planning that I've definitely had to invest time and effort in, in building the skill is around estimating how much time I need to be able to reach these different milestones. Uh, I plan to do an entire podcast episode around this concept of estimating time, but really trying to figure out, and in this context, when planning for the path, what's most important is not to have the specific time exactly right, but to be in the right ballpark. And the right ballpark is going to be different for something in a daily plan versus something in a, you know, a project plan versus something in a life plan. You know, I might look at a 45-minute estimate for something that I'm going to do tomorrow or that I want to accomplish tomorrow. And if I'm looking across at a life plan, I may have 10 years that I think achieving a certain level of proficiency in, an, uh, in, in some sort of activity that I want to do will take me to be able to achieve. And, you know, it's important to be at, at very least in the right ballpark. If something is more likely to take 10 years versus one year, if I've made, a, made an assumption where I can be to, uh, to where I need to be in one year, but it's really going to take five or 10, that poses much more of a problem than if I had a good sense of roughly how long is this going to take. Now, the same is true not just on that grand scale, but if something is a three-hour project and I've only accommodated one hour, there's going to be challenges just because the time frame I'm looking at in, say, a daily plan, there are only so many hours in the day. The other thing is that this style of planning lends itself well to aligning different goals and different uh, different projects that might have similar milestones along the way and, and starting to be able to get synergies between those. It's another concept that I'll explore more in a future episode. But in the spirit of keeping these short, I think I will wrap it here for today in discussing the idea of planning the path versus planning for every detail. Thanks so much for listening. You can find links to additional resources, the entire back catalog, and get in touch with me through mostlyproductive.com. 
If you'd consider it, please help support the show by spending two minutes to leave a rating and review to help others find out about it. Thanks to Joseph McDade for the use of the theme song, Elevation. I appreciate you listening through all the way to the end. Now have a great day.